Hi friends, this is the Be Real Babe podcast, a place where your average Canadian wolf pack come together to talk about life stresses, messes, and successes. A safe space where being yourself is the ultimate goal. Each week, we will bring you new episodes sharing our experiences on a ton of different topics in hopes we get a better understanding of ourselves, each other, and this crazy world we live in. We want to build a community where we can show up as ourselves, be real, and lay it all out there. By sharing our experiences, we hope to reach others who can relate so we can all help each other learn, grow, and heal. But please keep in mind, as a disclaimer, none of us here are professionals. No one is giving any advice. We are strictly speaking of our life experiences, our opinions, and for entertainment purposes only. Now with that being said, grab your drink, grab your joint, and let's jump right in. Welcome everyone. Welcome back to the Be Real Babe podcast. If this is your first time here, thank you so much for stopping by the show today. We hope that you have a good time. And if you're a returning listener, watcher, supporter, y'all, thank you. If we don't say it enough, I'll say it every single time. Thank you so much for supporting us, coming back, listening to us, growing with us, teaching us. Holy fuck, y'all. I'm not in school, but I am being educated all the time. Thanks to our community. Just really, really grateful for you guys. For those that don't know me, my name is Brandy. I am the host of the show. And today we're on episode 91. Wow. And we are talking about marketing, the good, the bad, and the cold messaging. So in this episode, we're going to focus on network marketing and MLM. So before we jump on with our amazing guest, y'all, I couldn't have asked for a better person on the show. I'm just saying, I'm just going to have some credit. I brought one of the best guests on for this, but I think some of my friends and people that are close to me will be kind of like a little bit of shocked. Um, if you truly know me, I have been anti-MLM, be honest, I'm going to call myself out for quite some time. I'd probably say like five, six years. Um, but the last year and two, I've had a lot of changes more so with just the understanding that I didn't like how I got labeled and treated the last couple of years. So I need to go forward with that and not be a part of an anti-pro any of those things. I just don't want to conform to any of those because I think that then puts people in a box and then people can judge and I'm just not for it, right? So I've done a lot of growing here and I'm not saying I'm happy about everything, okay? We don't even get to touch. We don't even get to touch on all of the things that I want to. So we're definitely gonna have a part two, Um, but there are things that we need to talk about. And I think with all things, as long as we can call out the extremes and be honest and have honest conversations. And I think most people meet in the middle, right? We're, we're the same. We all think quite similarly, actually on the same goal. So this episode, I really wanted to bring in my honest truth from going from a pro and a active MLM hunbot, if you will, just kidding, don't get mad, um, to not doing it, to then falling into the rabbit hole of anti-MLM on YouTube and being very, very validated for the sadness, hurt, and anger that I had felt. But instead of knowing that might have been certain people and I allowed certain things, I just kind of lensed everything. You know what I'm saying? And so I really, I didn't cut people out or I do anything, but I just am wanting people and myself to just be a little bit more compassionate, understanding, and talk more and not just be so presumptuous, you know, like there's a lot of bad things in all industries and we need to call them all out. But 
none of the things that are happening in this industry aren't necessarily happening in other places either, right? So let's call in all the extremes. Let's talk about it. Let's be real about it. And let's get into our fucking amazing guests. I'm going to, I'm going to stop talking, but one more thing. I'm just going to say it now. Don't forget, subscribe, like, follow us, all the things, notification bells. Love it. Appreciate you guys. Let's get on to the show. All right, babes, let's get on to our guest of the show. And y'all, I'm so excited. I finally get to see this beauty in the flesh. Our guest, Brooke. Hey, babe, how's it going? Hey, Brandy, I'm good. How are you? I'm so excited you came on our show again. I get to see you. Like, it's it's not real life, but it's like as close as like, we'll just pretend. <laughs> We've only been fangirling for like, what, years and years and years now. And so, yeah, thank you. Right? I'm like, oh, this is, and I already uh, introduced what we're going to talk about on the show today. But I just want to say, like, looking back at our last shows, I'm just so proud of like, our constant growth and our friendship. Like, for one, we align on basically everything. So <laughs> it's, right? and if we don't, we like super respect each other. And so I just, yeah, I just want to thank you for, you know, your continual growth with me and like, letting me be, hey, I have a thing I want to talk about or, you know, like, I don't know, just anyways, thank you for just being you. I just, thank you for having me, especially this talk. I know like there's a lot of people you probably could have chose from. So just thank you. Like, it's an honor that you asked me and We'll see. Hopefully I, hopefully I do good. <laughs> yeah, I always do good. You got it. And I, as I mentioned before, you guys, like Brooke has been my like sounding board for so many different things. You guys have heard her last episodes with us. But what I love about you the most and what about this topic is that a lot of people say they do their research. But when you tell me that you've researched something and you've looked into it, like I fucking know you have. Like when, you know, when people have like that stamp of approval, like have you seen like How I Met Your Mother where it's like, uh, Marshall has no good stamp of approval. Like he's just, but if Brooke puts her stamp on something, I'm like, because you just have so much respect and align with so many things that I like want to be with like natural stuff and all of that. So like good on you for like going deep diving and actually doing the time of taking care of yourself and learning your products and any other products you may or might not want. Like not many people do that. So like kudos dude. that's why I trust you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's important to me to use products and support businesses that align with my values in any way and in any company, whether it's store-bought or network marketing anywhere. So, right. Yeah. And it's so, and you know, I didn't, I don't know if I understood the impact of that as much than I have the last couple years and how much like small businesses are important and, and some supporting humans in your community, however that is. And um, yeah, so before we get into that, um, I, let's just talk a little bit more because I fell down the anti-MLM hole a couple years ago when I was started at Flower and I was spending the weekends kind of alone in the facility and doing a lot of Excels. And I just needed something to like entertain me on YouTube. And I fell down this rabbit hole. Um, and so I, as we all do, you know, at, at times. And so I have kind of an understanding on certain levels. But for those that maybe don't know and have no idea what any of marketing can you kind of walk us through some of the different types of marketing that may, that you have experience with or that you know of yeah like marketing in general to me is just it's advertising that's in one word it's advertising it's selling something a product or a service and you're gonna make a commission or make money off of it and to me that's anything it could be tv it could be i worked in the restaurant industry for 10 years on and off and it's marketing what new thing is on the menu what are you gonna upsell like you know, so there's there's marketing in that way. And then if, if we want to really like talk about, I know everyone uses the term MLM. And so it's like, 
I personally think it has a negative connotation and I, so I never really use that term ever. I prefer to use network marketing because to me, MLM is multi-level marketing. So when you break that down, like you said, marketing, right? So you're marketing, you're selling something and the multi-level is people being paid on different levels. But to me, like, because I said it was in the restaurant world, I see that in the restaurant world too. The servers are marketing what's on the menu. You sell it. You have to upsell cheese. You have to upsell more alcohol, more shots into that drink, all these things. And that is making the next level above you, um, the managers, uh, there's like regional directors. Like I worked for a couple franchises. There is many levels of that restaurant. And the more you sell as like the bottom person, the more bonuses that person, that, that manager or the franchise owner or the general manager makes at the end of the year on their bonuses. So to me, that's how I actually do see MLM, multi-level marketing, is it's everywhere. Realtors, um, a realtor sells a house or, or um, a commercial business, uh, the, the broker ahead of them also takes a cut out of that commission. So to me, that's how I kind of see marketing. But yeah, for me, it's TV, it's, like it's online, it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah it's like, it's, it's just a different, I think it's just a different way of building a team and selling a product and having different ways of compensating people. And I think you're right. I think the problem is, is because, uh, and we'll get into this a little bit later, is all like the, the bad and the negative being attached to that word. And, you know, we can say that from seeing the last couple of years, just questioning the vaccine or anything like that. And it's like, you're anti-science. You're like, so that for me is where I had to stop my like thought process of being in a category of anti MLM more as being like, okay, is this an area that I could open up here that I don't maybe have some understanding and, you know, like I'm just holding some anger from some of the things that I've read and, you know, certain things, but, but also not crediting that there's two truths at one time. There's shitty people, but there's good people. And, you know, why am I looking at this bunch of shitty people that aren't being held accountable, let's say, and then blaming these people for it? Like that, that's not fair, right? So I had to really step back and think that because I used to argue all these points being on the anti side. But when I've taken that lens off and hearing you say it like that before, I probably would have straight up been like, no, you're talking about a pyramid. It's not the same in corporate. But when you, and maybe it's just because I love you. <laughs> Uh, but you just, again, you have such a good way of explaining it that if you break it down in other different ways, then yeah, it is exactly the same way. I get paid the exact same thing. Um, that being said, we all hit bonuses if we hit certain numbers, but you know, my day to day and my paychecks don't change as much on a yearly basis. Yes, as it can for higher management, you know, and every company is obviously different. Um, but I used to have shares in a past company that like the more I work, the more we save, the more money I made, right? And the more money the person above me made. So yes, 100%, I agree with you on that. Um, but I think again, what it comes down to is that people being on both sides and being angry and can't hear that they're saying essentially the same thing, but because there's this like tactic of like one against the other and who's better then there's this like ego involved and then people can't be compassionate do you think that's fair to say yeah i totally agree and like you said about both sides and and honestly it is both sides the the haters and the lovers of the industry we hate the same thing about the <laughs> industry so yeah we're on the same page we're like why are we fighting or why why are people fighting about it because yeah. the things that the aunties hate the pros also hate those same parts of it. And so, like you said, too, it was it's awesome that you noticed and you were aware of like this rabbit hole you're going down. And I find all of us, for the majority, like we 
based our opinions on our personal experiences, but there is sometimes where some people get so far gone, they don't even have a personal experience with it. They're just believing what they're told, yeah. like something else the past two years, <laughs> believing what they're told, repeating it and repeating it. It's like, have you ever even tried it? Have you ever studied it? Have you ever researched Like, do you even know what you're talking about? And so I just love that you brought up, like you recognize, you know, you could have sat there every day watching those same videos and I've seen them too. And I, if I like, verbatim everything they were saying to every single video i would believe that too i'd be like oh yeah they're saying like whatever you focus on you get right so 100%. and most people won't listen to the other side they won't take their time out too and i think that's why i jumped into the ante because it was just so much pro 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 and i had had such bad experiences and they were making me feel like i was kind of crazy and that like it was my fault and i just felt really really hurt by that so i kind of was searching for validation and it gave me validation. I was like, hey, you know what? This isn't just me, that's all I needed. But my ego had to take it further because then it's like, I can't just be right in my situation. I now have to be right about my opinion on all of it. And this is super validating what I'm seeing. That being said, there is some shitty shit that I don't love that I'm sure you, and we've talked about this, like me and you've yeah. talked about the shitty stuff. And that's why I was like, wait, but, no offense, y'all. We have to take a second. Just as the anti-MLM side is not good at talking, there is some pro-MLMers that cannot accept that there are some shady, shitty people, you know, intentions bad or not, that are there. And if we can't acknowledge the extremes and the bads, then that as a whole is, I think, the reason why we get a little bit more hate and, and like that, ooh, ooh, it's an MLM product. Ooh, I don't want it because they think back to their bad experience or a video yeah. they watched or whatever. And it's just, just like, Oh, Hey, I have a question about science, anti-vax. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I I, if I based all of my, like if I based my first personal experience, cause I did, I was in a company that was just not for me. And if I just based it, based my whole like thought process on the industry as a whole, based on that one experience, that one company with the one set of people, I would be hating the whole thing too, but I mean, I it, it's a long story, but long story short, I like learned and grew and asked a lot, 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 lot of questions. And like seven years later of like study, study, study all these different things, you know, I might, I was open and I learned differently. And yeah, like you said, there's good, there's bad. And, and we see that in all the industries, realtors, car salespeople, you know, one bad car salesman who sells you a junkie car that breaks down after they sold it to you 20, you know, it breaks down 20 minutes later. You don't just like, oh, car sales are bad. No, it's just like, that was a shitty experience. And you go find a better dealership to go to or find a better salesperson for it. And so, yeah, yeah, I think this is a great talk on how there's both sides to all marketing, right? We're talking like all marketing, so. And I think one thing too, I was thinking about earlier before we got on this conversation about that is like, why now are we seeing so much of the same, like, I don't want to say tactics, but let, lack, lack a better word, tactics. Like, for example, what I noticed a lot at first with Instagram, with MLMs, when they first, and I'm just going to call them MLMs for lack of better, because I'm not having a negative towards them. I'm working on that. We're not yeah. we're working on it. Um, is, uh, is that, like, when those first came out, when I first started, there was no social media promotion, right? Like it was the people that, you know, your friends were selling it and they had a party and then everyone got together and there was all this connection. And, and, you know, that was a different space, I believe, than what it is taken on now. And I think because MLMs were the first to really hit the digital market, that network marketing was really the first to hit the digital market. 
all of these industries because of the pandemic have now forced a lot of industries to be in the online space. So I feel like those industries, let's just call right out the fitness industry, is that I'm seeing a lot of the same stuff that was coming out at the beginning of MLMs in those industries. And it's kind of funny because it's like marketing and network marketing has already trailblazed that. So I'm sure you guys are kind of sitting back and watching some of them and being like, we tried that, that didn't work. Um, for example, what keeps happening not to go in a rant. I'm sorry, I have to fucking do this. But one thing that's bothering me decently lately and Beachbody coaches used to do this to me too, is that they reach out to you and they like talk to you and have a conversation with you. And half the time you're not even a part of the conversation. Like someone messaged me the other day, I unfollowed her because I felt she was 100% just following me to see if I could be a client. Um, I just got that vibe and I was like, cool, but like, I just don't, I don't want that in my DMs every two days, you know, like that, that's annoying. And she messaged me out of the blue after I unfollowed her for weeks and she's like, thank you so much for being in my poll today. I really appreciate your support. <laughs> and I'm like, this seems like 20, I don't know, 2013 beach body coach vibes. Like, hey babe, I love your feed. You can sell this. Like, can we use your transformation or before and after? And I'm like, no, because I didn't get what I did from that. Like, and then I started to, anyways, but that I'm starting to see some of the new industries that are, they're living in this now online space, kind of doing some of the same things that I think you guys have kind of already like trialed and errored and <laughs> moved on from that. I don't know if you felt that, but yeah, so I, see, I can really see what you're saying with that too. And I think, yeah, for the most part, and again, it is who you surround yourself with, who you're focusing on, what you're looking at, because I am fully aware of all the bad things and the cold messaging like you're bringing up, right? And because I did it in the beginning, it was so embarrassing and I totally regret that. And, and like, I learned from it. Good thing it didn't last very long, like a few months. But yeah. I've seen, I look back at my messages from like seven years ago and I'm like, oh my God, what was <laughs> I thinking? And it's we like, do that with everything. I mean, if I go back to emails, like if I went back to like, you know, 21 year old receptionist Brandy, I'm sure I'd fucking cringe. Let's be honest. But my meaning is like, just have some humility and, and understanding that like people have already done this. They're still doing it. Like it's all learning. Like you learn. It didn't work for you. Yeah. Some people like I get when they're newer or whatever and they're making mistakes and they're learning, but, and, and it's not that that's okay to do these things. And it's like, oh, you're just learning. But like, I personally do let them know like, hey, you're not doing this as professionally as you could. Here's some people you could study or look at or watch their videos and maybe learn how to do it better with. And specifically, I'll bring up an example. I won't say any names, but I've been doing this industry for seven years. And this person joined a company like this past year and they just came flying at me in the DMs and, and they're just like, hey, this company, blah, blah, blah. It's like super amazing and, and whatever, whatever. And it was like an alpha dude. That's what blew my mind. Yeah, and, and anyway, I said, um, thank you, but honestly, I, this, like, how did I word it? It was just like, honestly, I'm happy where I'm at. I'm not open to anything else right now. Um, if I am or if I change my mind, I'll let you know. Like, thanks again. Um, and we're, we're, like, in a different group of, um, I don't know how to say it because I don't want to name it. Like, we're, we, we think the same about a lot of things in life. Yeah. Um, like but said, not sheep and that type of thing and so i just said sorry uh not interested based not interested basically and if i change my mind i'll let you know and you usually that's like okay thanks have a great day no nah, he just like went on and on and he's like your company doesn't have these certifications and your products aren't like this and i'm like 
you don't know what certifications we do or do not have. You don't know what products I even have, what they do, what they don't do. And he was, I'm just like, what you said really make you think I would ever join you? Like, that makes no sense to me. And so I see like, yeah, it's not, it's not with, the, with the network marketers. There's still some doing it, but I do notice, like you said, we've kind of paved the path. People know what's good, what's not. There's big events and I've been to them like in Vegas with you know, five to 10,000 people at them. And, and there is many professionals and that's more what I do surround myself with is those professionals. So I don't see the bad side as much anymore, um, but they are still out there. And, and I think they just need to learn. They just need to learn that's not what to do. <laughs> they're they're going to learn by, by being left on red or being snapped at. Like, you know, you eventually do learn or people leaving you on red or stuff like that. Right. So like they do learn, but it's just like, ah, that's so 2013, like, yeah. what are you doing? And and I get it, I get you have to market yourself for sure, but you also have to be aware of where the world is at, you know, we're, we're far past that. And I think the biggest part that upset me and um, that I kind of want to get into, which again, I don't think that you probably deal with this and I don't think a lot of Canadians deal with this as much, but jumping down the MLM rabbit hole or whatever and myself my personal experience so back in the day first thing i ever sold was um avon like when i first moved to alberta like baby out of high school like i just wanted it because i was leaving home and i wasn't able to buy it anymore so this lady's like well why don't you sell it because if you sell it then you can make money like not make money it wasn't even about making money it was about you would save money or you have direct contact and i was like that's a great idea i'll do that so i did that for like a year and a half and just anybody around me knew that i ordered avon and they would just if they wanted something it was always in my locker whatever fine yeah. good all done and then it was just like i wasn't really buying it anymore and it was just like I so I, I let that go whatever didn't wasn't looking at like an opportunity or anything it was just buying products so perfect love Avon speak wonders to it um and then I was working in the dental office and I don't know if you ever heard this one but it's called Mona V and it was yeah <laughs> um I don't even honestly remember it was just like the first time in my life that I had heard of this miracle drink and this drink was gonna cure everything and it was going to be financial freedom and it was just like hype 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 and I was like you know like 23 24 just about you know engaged like just working in a dental office like oh this is gonna be it this is my strike at rich look at these numbers they can't lie like husband give me this money I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna go to this event and this is so amazing and I figured it out I don't I get my husband at the oil field bless it god anyways turns out not so much. Um, I mean, the juice was good. It tasted decent. And so I think I probably, probably maybe invested like total, like maybe $2,000 into that, got nothing out of it, hosted an event, realized I'm just not a seller. <laughs> like, it's just not me. And so whatever, drop that. Didn't make money, lost money, whatever. Fine with that. I'm actually really fine with this. It was my ex-husband's money. So whatever, just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I minus that out of the divorce, okay? Just kidding. Um, and then, um, so dial it forward. I've always gone to the parties. Like, I've always gone to the party, party light parties, the Epicure. Like, I love that shit. And Alberta, especially what the fuck else do you do in the winter? You get together, you smoke weed, you drink some wine, you buy some shit with your husband's money. That's what you do. Like, I get it. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, right? And like, you know, at that time though, it was still not online based. It was still parties. It was still people you knew, you know, you weren't 
maybe a Facebook group for the event, but it wasn't like it is now, right? So it was just a different time. You know, your girlfriend had a party and you wanted her to get the top things so you bought some and booked one so that she could get another candle, you know, like, <laughs> and then we're going to do this and we're just going to have six together in one fucking room with everybody selling everything. And it's just going to be like our own little market. <laughs> I would have so much debt, you guys, so much debt with that. But anyways, because you're trying to keep up and I'm not saying that for everyone, but in Grand Prairie, it's a lot of like, keep up with the Joneses. So like people paid attention to what you bought, what you didn't buy. So that was a whole other thing. So there was that financial burden. And then Hempworks came into my life. And I was stoked. Girl, there's reasons. Sorry, I'm not, not to, I just want to give my pre, pre to this and, you know, why I, why I was, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Mentally, this is exhausting. I feel like I'm breaking up with boyfriends every hour here. Um, so then when Hempworks came in, I was just get, I was, this is before I got into the cannabis industry, but I was obviously a huge stoner. And I was like, yeah, CBD, this is fucking great. Like, this is the best thing. And she reached out to me and she was trying to be my best friend, man, like in a time where I had no friends. And I was like, oh my God, this girl is so amazing. She's in the state. She's phoning me. She is like love bombing me. And this is before I had any idea of anything. I just thought this was legit. She's sending me presents. We're going to make this company together. Da, da, da. And I am just like, yeah, girl. Yeah. We're going to rule the world. Like hemp Queens, like still have the trinkets that she's anyways, whatever. Then it comes down that Canada's going to be doing CBD. So there is no crossing the border with CBD. If you are Canadian rep, you're essentially fucked. Well, this girl that had developed this life for the last three or four months being my best friend, I did not no longer exist. There was no support. There was no nothing. There was just complete ghosting. And I was heartbroken. I spent like, I, I don't say I think I spent more than a thousand dollars over a couple months. So not a huge investment, but mentally I was in the worst place and I was trying to get off of anxiety medication and birth control and transfer to a natural life. So my emotions are already through the roof. I have this one tiny girl that's a piece of hope that's gonna save me financially, medically, physically. My fault for putting that into her, but she really sold that to me to being gone like that the minute I couldn't make her money. And that was like, okay, I'm just done with any sort of connections for myself. And for right now, I'm not gonna support the model because I just need to take a step back here. Like this is, this has now been more about business than a human connection and I can't. And then when I went into flower and just had to look on YouTube, I don't even know. I think someone pissed me off about Arbon stuff and I had heard that they had greenwashed some stuff. So I was like, and then I just fell down to it and I was like, yes, I'm right. And then I just was mad for a couple of years until I met Brooke. And then I was like, Hey, she's showing me. No, but I didn't mean to like I had no intent to influence you in that way. So just me myself. Yay you. Hundred B. Um Yeah, but that's what I mean though, right? Like there's and, and that's just so many things like when I would share stuff of my hurt or what I found, I got a lot of people coming back at me being like, You're jealous. It never worked for you. Da 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 and it's like y'all, like I said in my story today. 
not everyone is meant to be a salesperson. Not and, and and furthermore, like we all need all of us for the world to go around, right? And I think that is where people outside of the MLM model would be maybe upset because it you one big recruitment back then sometimes for some people is corporate world sucks. These people suck. This life sucks. Give it up and you can just work from home for one or two hours a day and be successful. And it's just like, those are very A, false narratives and B, like, but you still need corporate to, to, to still run. Like, I'm sure you guys have administration and payroll and, you know, where does the marketing get made from? Who hires the photographers? Who does the legal shit? Like, you know, cool. All those people are working a corporate shitty life so that with all due respect, you get to live the freedom of the life that you exactly. want. So You're not wrong just... at all. You're completely right. It that's I know you um, bring it up once in a while or, you know, once or twice. And I agree. Like I'm and, and you know, that's a thing. People, some some network marketers want to shit on that and be like, oh, corporate sucks, like you just said, and get out of the J.O.V. and whatever, because I had someone try to teach me to do that shit. And I was like, God, that feels dirty. Like, that is weird. And to me, it's like, why would I shit on something that I am so grateful for? I don't have to do the graphics. I don't even have to pay for these people in my pocket. I just use the products I love and the, the money I pay for the products pays those people. Like, I don't have to pay the payroll, the, you know, the HR, the lawyer, the lawyers. Oh, like, crap, you need those. And I don't have to pay for them. So, like, you know, all that stuff. Why would I shit on people with those type of jobs? when I love them. I'm so grateful for them. You know, they do the graphics. They do the, you know, um, I think you mentioned, you might have been on Instagram or something about, uh, who takes those phone calls when someone, you know, needs help with their account and you're busy, you just give them a phone number and someone else handles it. So yeah. And, and in general, you need corporate people everywhere. Who's going to, if you don't know how to change your oil, who's going to do that? If you don't know, um, you know, who's going to stock the grocery shelf. If you love to go, you know, to the grocery store and you don't have your, yourself self-sufficient enough, you know, like people who live in the city often are store, 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 they go to the store. If you want to recruit all these job people, there will be no one there to like give you your life that you love. So, you know, and, and I look at it too, it's you can't say, well, everyone should do this because you said, like you said, not everyone can and not everyone will. And I agree with that because I, there's a lot of people I actually would not want on my team. So no, I don't want everybody. I literally don't. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I tell people like, you know, because I, I know a lot of, not a lot, but some network marketers are like, they want, join my team, join my team, join my team. Like, customers are okay, but join my team. And to me, I don't see it that way. I think if someone's going to be an asset to the team, great. Someone's willing to learn, willing to grow, great. Um, but I look at it like a flower shop. Lots of people love flowers. They love to go be the customer and buy those flowers and be a customer. Just like network marketing, a lot of people love the products. They can just buy those products. Not every freaking person wants to own the flower shop. They yes. don't let people own flower shops and let people sell flowers. If someone wants to sell network marketing products, let them sell it and let customers be customers. Don't, you know, you don't go to flower shop and, and the flower shop lady's like, oh my God, you love roses. You should sell these too. You know, open up a store on the other, on the other side of town. We can do this together. No, don't, don't do that. <laughs> like, let people be where they should be. And if a customer, this is how I personally like it, is if someone does end up having a great story, they get help with whatever they were looking help for. And then they decide, oh, yeah, I do know a couple of people. They were like, hey, how did you do this? Why do you feel like this? Blah, blah, blah. Then I will open up that conversation and see if it is something they're open to. And if not, totally. that's great. 
but yep. I'm, I'm more so like let someone be a customer first and then if they want to share it go ahead but i'm personally not the one who's like join the team join the team join the team sell 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 because yep. and and i do have like my notes to keep me on track yes. but i love find it. a lot of people uh, specifically more the anti-group they're they're like not everyone makes money or not everyone makes a lot of money and i get that but i think a lot of the anti-community needs to understand it's not always about the money and i think they do put a big focus on that is no one's making money no one's making money well a lot of people are just there for the product they literally don't care it's to them it's the same as going to the store it's just they found a product that worked and it happened to be from an online company so that's what they're there for or they're there for the culture um, yeah. you know, the people, the traveling, going to these big parties with like-minded people. And I mean, I've been to freedom events. Those have nothing to do with network marketing. Yes. It's just a community of people that you love yeah. and you think the same as, and you can have big gatherings and, you know, have a potluck, have a big fancy dinner in a hotel, blah, blah, blah. Um, and you know, for, in, I don't know about every company, but in, in our company, yeah, we have big parties, big galas and they're fun and there's DJ parties and whatever. And some people don't give a shit if they make any money with it. They just want to go to those parties. And I know people who, who say that. They're like, I'm here for the people. I love the people. Yeah. So I think that's what a huge focus I see from the anti-community is they want to shit on people not making money. And and it's true. It's true. Most don't make yeah. the big money. And you and but you look at people in general, the whole world population, who not makes money. The top, there is only one percent of the world making the top money. So yeah. when you narrow it down and oh, this industry is shit. Not every realtor has a, well, I don't even know what the show is because I don't watch it, but like Selling Sunset or something about Boulevard or whatever. Like not every realtor has a big TV show. Not every realtor has a $50 million house of their own. Like, so it doesn't matter what industry you look at. It's really only top 1% of people in general making money. Yeah. And so that's, that's how I see it too. Is totally. It's, it's, and that's so a good people, point to point out. And I, that's what I think what happened is I think everything always starts with good intentions and then a couple bad apples take some things and then they roll with it and then they go just way too hard, right? So I think for that, totally agree. There is people that are very successful. We know that. And we know that like, you know, a lot of the times there are people that uh, found it or stay for a long period of time or really put in the effort. I think the biggest call out from what I'm seeing and I agree with for the, the anti side um, is the false in sell that it is going to be complete financial freedom and for these reasons and if you don't do it it has nothing to do with the model or the company or the products it has to do with you and you suck and <laughs> that's the part that i think you know again where it's like i wish that these the anti-mlm or whatever community would discuss both because if you're not just going to discuss both and say hey there is X amount of people that do make this kind of money and they're successful and there's X amount that don't. And this is our problem. Why? You know, I know I, I get that that's probably where they're coming from. But if we want our message to be absorbed, I feel like we got to say it in a way that's absorbable. And by saying like, they make no fucking money. This is a waste industry. Da, 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 da. For some people, yes. And some people know it's very subjective. So I think it's just important that we bring both sides to the table. Again, always coming back to informed consent. You know, I've never seen you try to recruit people and tell me that, Hey, if you sell for me and you do good, you're going to get a car. We're going to yeah, get you a new car, right? Where 19 year old Brady would be like, a fucking car. Yeah, buddy, let's do it and i wouldn't even have read the paperwork that said but you gotta sell a certain amount every month that lexus payment is on you it's in your fucking name and guess yeah. what 
if you don't hit that rank every single month, you pay for that payment, you know? And so I think that is where that anger comes from, that misleading, um, un misunderstanding, whatever you want to call it. But again, it was blown to the extreme to then say nobody then makes money and it's a shit industry. I don't, I don't think either are fair, right? So it's again, like, you've never done that. That's why I respect you so much. You've never been like, join my team, do this. Like, whether you knew how I felt or not, I've been like, hey, when I have money and the extra to get some more healthier products, I'm going to come to you because you gave me all that. And I'm like, great, January, when I've got the budget, I'm going to broke, I'm going to get this stuff. I've gotten out of my head because I know you've researched. I know that you're not here to trick me, to use me and my platform and my voice to make yourself money. And that is where the issue is when it comes to this recruiting shit and that I I agree with because I've felt it, but that's not everyone, but it jades you to think anytime someone comes at me new or adds me new, I'm immediately like, what are they selling? Are they here to actually be my friend? Are they going to try and sell me a product? And I'm sorry, but that, that sucks. Like, yeah. you know, now, like I said, we're in that space where it's like online is all selling Instagram went from photos to a sales market. Yeah. It's, yeah. Everyone's selling something. And especially when it's a stranger, like I do the same thing and I'm in the industry. I, if it's a stranger and especially like no message either, it's just awkward. It's like, okay, well, why are you following me? Are you just pretending to get to know me so you can be like, hey, I see you like blah, blah, blah. Why don't you look at this? Like, yeah. It, and if you don't have a connection, whether you like did a course together hey. or like if you have, you know, a common thought process and you know each other from whatever else, yeah. But, yeah. you know, then, then it's like, okay, well, yeah, I'm follow I'm, we're following each other because we both like so-and-so or, you know, so-and-so influencer um, with a good mind, you know, personal development thing or whatever. Yes. So oh, we'll follow them. We probably would get along well, but, and, and that's fine. I don't really jump to conclusions then, but yeah. if it's a complete stranger with, I don't even know who it is. I don't know if we even mind vibe the same. Like, yeah. yeah I, so I, then I you get that request and you're like, oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I really like, thought she was going to be my friend. And that's why I was upset with this whole fitness thing. Because when I first moved to Kelowna, it was some coaches. And I was like, oh, my God, these girls could be my friends because we're into fitness. And we go to the same gym. Like, this is so cool. Like, I can connect with them. And then it was just, like, nothing in real life. Nothing other than, like, trying to make you be one of my PT patients. And I was like, I get that. But, like, that sucks. Then it makes you feel like you don't want to make any connections or you're you're kind of, like, to every single person. It's like, I get that there's sales tactics, but let's try to stay away from like using human connection fully. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause it just, yeah. it, it just puts a bad, it, it just makes it feel like you're just here to make money off of me. And some friends have been that way. I, I've been like, you know what? I'm just, I don't financially have the money right now. I'm sorry. I can't commit to this. And they disappear. And you're like, I honestly can't afford this. And that's more important to you yeah. really. Like, I know. And like you, you kind of brought up a couple minutes ago, it's like, oh, I sent you some information or whatever. And I have never like came back at you and been like, well, why haven't you ordered yet? Or what don't you like about it? Like what's wrong with you? And then unfriend you or block you. Like I literally sent it and I don't give a shit if you buy it or not. If you buy it, great. If you don't, that's fine. Like, great. Literally. Yeah. It's there. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not the type of, oh my God, she finally wanted information. Now I'm going to sell her. Now I'm going to mess. Follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. No, like she's no. got it. She knows it's there. If she wants it, she knows where I'm at. And that's fine. And like, I, I see what you're saying about the PTs and like their, their cold messaging is what they're doing. Um, and I, I don't like, 
I don't like that either is why don't they as PTs and to each their own, I, I don't, I'm not going to say any names because I don't, I'm not hating on anyone specifically. I'm just saying in general, make some content that's attractive and intriguing and have those clients come to you or leads come to you. And that's what I prefer. I mean, if somebody says, Hey, I'm looking for a PT, then yeah, go message yeah. that person and write yourself up. Sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so I did want to throw it back to, um, when yes. you brought up people saying like, Oh, you don't make the money and Oh, you, um, like it, there's the products and they pay plan and all this stuff. And I will, I want to bring up is there are also a lot of people, whether they're anti or just quit and it wasn't for them, they do like to say, well, I didn't make money. I didn't make money. The whole industry sucks. There are a lot of people that I see that they don't actually try or they do not saying you, not definitely not saying you. I'm saying people in general that I've seen, they want to sit on their, on their couch and they just want to sit on their phone and like post their link on Facebook and just post their link to their Instagram. And they're just think they're going to get rich like that. And then they're like, Oh, I didn't make any money. This sucks. Like it is, you have to put effort in. And a lot of people like will compare themselves to like someone in their chapter 25 of life. And these people are still in their chapter one. And, and, you know, and I look at some people too, who are in their like chapter 34th year of doing this. And I'm like, wow, that's so amazing. I wish I had that. And it's like, dude, I'm in chapter seven. Why would I, be there. Sure, I can do what they've done, whatever, whatever, but I can't put myself down or shit on the industry because I'm not doing something that someone else has done. And like, like I said, you, you're, it's really about the effort usually that you put in, right? And like what you're going to do to be successful, what mistakes are you going to make that you're going to learn from? And like, yeah, some people just want their products paid for, or some people don't want it to be full-time. Some people want it to be full-time. Um, I know a guy in Quebec, he's a college student or university, whatever, he's going to secondary school. He made $17,000 last week and he's still going to school. He can totally quit life. He can quit life and, and yep. just do, and do this. But he still has a passion for this other thing in life. And so I think a lot of people see that too, is they're like, well, if that's what, you know, you're going to make, if, if someone's going to make money at that, that's all they can do. And that's their whole life. And it's like, no. And I see a lot of people do that. They're like, well, I still like to do blank my, my full-time job. And it's like, yeah, I never asked you to quit it or oh, you're going to school. I'm not saying drop out of school and quit everything you worked hard for and just focus on this. So I think it's like, you got to look at where your effort is, what you want out of it. And that ultimately, is it making you happy? Yes. And whether that is products, people, money, education, yes you know, personal development, whatever, travel, all the things is, yeah, are you happy? I think. Yeah. And if it's not aligned with you, and, get out. Yeah. yeah. And if it's not aligned with you, then stop doing it. And I think that's what, and I think the biggest thing is that people's egos can't allow them to be okay with something's not for them. Right. So if that's not for me, instead of admitting that that's just not my forte, not my cup of tea, even though it works a lot for these women that I wish I could be, um, it just doesn't for me. And that's my truth. And that's okay. But instead of accepting that, I'm going to shit on everyone else because it's easier to make them look like poo than to take on my understanding of myself. Right. So um, with the podcast or anything else, I'm just not good at selling myself. And I'm not saying you always have to for a product, but for the most part, yeah, you do. And it's just, I'm the same as you. I'm here for this. I'm not. I like the structure of a corporate job. I like that I go there. I essentially set my hours, but I stay within business hours. I can work from home. I have my paid, you know, like weeks of holidays, all that. Um, 
I don't like the inconsistency of not knowing from marketing what I will be making or whatever, or just like, it just doesn't flow with me. And that's cool. Right. And so this is where I got frustrated when people would be like, you know, everyone can do this. No, that is incorrect. Not everyone can do this and not everyone is going to be successful because not everyone can do this and not everyone is set up in the same location in the same headspace. You know, you have to be mentally prepared to go out there and, you know, try to sell your product, your stuff and be rejected. And, you know, like it's putting yourself out there. And a lot of people don't want to do that or are afraid that they don't know or can't admit that they're not doing it right or you know what I mean. But instead of taking ownership, as always, we project, we deflect. And that's where I'm like, I don't feel like that's me in the sense because I never did it to make like, yeah, that one time I was like, this is it. But I never did anything to make money. It was just more like a side hustle, extra connection, community, right? So when people are like, oh, you're just jealous because you didn't make it, which a lot of people on the pro side will say, and it's like, there are, sure, but there are faults. Like um, my biggest things that we've talked about is just false claims. So the medical claims really bother me because here's the thing, and I said it on my story the other day, and I think, I don't know if you replied to it or you agree, but to me, what is the difference? And this means for everyone, and I'm not saying sharing people's experiences or how it helps somebody else. That is completely opposite of sharing experiences. That's dope. What I'm saying is people saying, just take these pills and within X amount of days, you're going to be relieved of anxiety or depression or this. And if you don't like it, we'll just give you the money back. And then said people go and do it and it doesn't work because there's far more to all of that than just taking a pill. And then they're told that it's not them. So this this false claims of like, you know, yeah, yes, 100%, you could be successful, but aware that you have to put in the work. It's not just, oh, quit your job and play on your phone for a couple hours, which some of them lead people to believe. So they go and do it. And then they're like, what the fuck? I, I, I didn't want to work this hard. I just want, but you can down the road, I'm sure, like you said, when you're in chapter 34, but you have to start at chapter one, just like most careers, you have to start at the bottom. You know, I didn't work my way up to corporate. I started at the bottom, right? Same idea. So yeah, I think it's the fake. And I know that it's against most company rules. Most of the times you go to the head companies and they are not supposed to make financial claims. They're not supposed to be making medical claims, but who's regulating that? Yeah. You, so there are, I don't know everybody, um, but I know a few that they like they should have a compliance office or there is a compliance office for quite a few that I know. And yeah, there are people within and from outside where you can report them and people do it and they can get terminated if they're breaking policies or get a warning or whatever, because like you brought up the, um, the health claims, especially as we know, the government likes their dirty hands and everything. And I think that like a lot of people want to shit on network marketing products or I've seen posts that, you know, someone makes a post and they're like, Oh, I really need help with blank, but no MLM products. And so when I see that, I I'm just like, uh, like I see where they're coming from, do whatever you want. If you don't want to buy it, I respect that. I'm not like, what the fuck's wrong with you? But I do think it's silly to completely close off to that because the network marketing industry is so focused on by the government. It's not even funny. Like to, to do natural products. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Oh my God. This could be a whole other episode, but yeah, the government has their dirty hands and everything. It can take two to three years to get a product that is more natural focused approved to be on the ground in Canada. So then there's all these rules about how many you can ship in from the other country and, and all this stuff, like literally it could be a whole other episode, but 
yeah, the government is, yeah, exactly, part two. The government is all over that. And um, I know you've probably seen it. We don't have to bring up any names to just keep it short about it, but you'll see companies where it's like FTC sent these letters, uh, government of blah, blah, blah sent this letter. And sometimes it is overreach. And usually it is because a product is not always, but is helping with something. And it's taken away from their drug sales from farmers. Yes. So then and that's ah, right. Yeah. So yeah. But the, the network marketing industry is very watched, and that's why you you may see it sometimes. And I know a lot of people don't. But if they're doing income claims or health claims, you are supposed to attach a disclaimer and like the in income disclosure in there as well, so people can, like you said, get informed okay. consent, read yeah. that. Like we're not going to copy and paste you know, three thirty paragraphs yeah. about this, but you place the link and it's supposed to take it to it. So they do have informed consent. Cause yeah, you can't just trust someone's be like, oh, the dream, the dream life just join for, you know, 200 bucks, 2000 bucks and your life is complete. Like, no, that is, you know, there's, there's good marketers and there's bad marketers and you just have to do your due diligence like anything, but it, it sucks that there are some bad people out there, but it's not everyone. And no, and I yeah. agree. And I will say that I was definitely one of those people that would be like, I would post that because I just don't post stuff that I know people around me. Like I have a lot of people that are in MLMs around me and I've tried to portray my true feelings as like kindly as possible with those people in mind because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But you know, that's why I was like, I need to have this conversation because I think both sides have valid points and understanding. And I think everyone's still on the same page. And I think, you know, a lot of the times to remember YouTube content is to make money. So of course they're going to put words and, and, and do content that makes money. And there's a lot of people that got burned. I think what would be the cool thing is to start having people sell like you do and be marketers like you are so that people would, because I was super not going to, to where I was like, hey, Brooke, can I get some information? Like I have not asked someone in a, that kind of industry information on products for like 10 years, right? So my point being is that sometimes it's really just about the delivery and that person's intentions. When someone's here just to make money, and I'm going to fucking say this right now, over the last couple of years, we have conquered a lot of fears, but we have now developed new ones. And there are people taking advantage of that as well. And you think, well, gosh, these people fought for our freedoms. They're speaking up for us. They're doing all these things. By gosh, surely they're not going to be, you know, like misleading us. And, and I accidentally kind of took some like God complex and put it on this freedom you know, the other side, the anti-pharma, the anti-establishment, and was like, everything that is supernatural there is going to be good for me. And then now I'm finding that some things, true or not, intentional or not, are maybe not as good for us and people are having adverse reactions. And those that are selling it are saying, not my responsibility, you should have done your research. What does that sound? To me, that sounds like big pharma too. So like, that's where I'm having some problems with these things. It's great to know that, that those products are being watched. I think it's kind of like a catch-22. It's like you want them to be watched so we're not getting fucked around, but the government fucks around all the time. So it's like, yeah. there's this like, yeah. I want it to be regulated, but I know that you guys don't regulate yourselves. So yeah, true. So it's like, I guess I have to regulate my own self, which sucks because I just want someone else to do it for me. F. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> We don't want to take responsibility. Like with the last couple of years, I did what I was told. So therefore I have no responsibility for the outcome. Look at them, people trying to get amnesty now. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. But you're choosing not to have responsibility, right? So now it was like a clear, like, 
dude, like pay, if, if my gut is saying, okay, hold off on that for a little bit. And then I'm like, oh, support that. Listen to that. Listen to your instinct. You know, if it's not for you and then end up finding like some people with similar situations. And I'm not saying everything. I'm just saying like, if people aren't sharing the bad sides, that's a red flag to me or won't acknowledge. I'm not saying you have to be like, here's this product. Here's that's all great. Oh, and by the way, it gives three people diarrhea. No, I'm not saying that. But what I'm seeing is people being like, oh, they're just haters. They're just big pharma shills. They don't understand. They're not woke enough. They're not, sorry, not woke. They're awake. They're, and it's just like, no, people are right to say, this didn't work for me. And I want to raise this flag because I put my faith into this product and it didn't work yeah. for me. Not, and, and then that person could be like, well, that's fine. I'm going to do it. But then if that person has said reaction, they could be like, Hey, maybe it's this product not going around wondering, hmm, you know, like, like breast implants, yeah. you know, people will be like, oh, that's not it. Okay. Maybe not for everyone, but some of these women are almost dying and finding out that it's their boobies. Had they had that in their thought a couple of years later when they started feeling sick that, hey, my boobies can make me sick. Maybe they wouldn't have to go through so much torment is my point. Yeah. So that's my biggest, like, and I'm so grateful that there are things that maybe people don't know. So if you guys do see people acting shady and saying, hey, join me and my team and you'll be making hella dollars and win a free car. Not saying you have to go trade some stuff, but you know, like if it calls to you, then, you know, report it because, yeah. because it does hurt people. You know, I don't know if you've seen that LuLaRoe documentary. What was, was that called? What? LuLaRoe. LuLaRoe. Oh. It was no. the... Uh, tights the um like the leggings like, like lingerie as well or no oh ah uh, i don't know if they have lingerie i know it was like clothes but i'll send you it's like a vice documentary from a couple years it was just really interesting but it's just one of those ones that i think didn't have good intentions and they literally just wanted to make quick money off of people's backs and those are the shitty companies and shitty people that give ever other people a bad name but what i want people to understand is that doesn't mean it's everybody yeah, exactly. Because yeah, there's some, and, and there are a lot of like, usually the anti side, they're, they're more like everyone who does it is scamming people of money or like, and there are bad people that are trying to do that. And like, but then there are good ones too. And like, personally, I, I can't speak for everyone because I'm not in every single company, but for me myself, like, I don't want to. And I know you've like basically said that you can see that I don't do that. It's like, for me, in my company and what I'm doing, it would be a waste of my freaking time to try and scam people and just like say, Hey, everyone join my team, join my team. Because one, I don't know about all companies, but I, in my company, I don't make money when people just join in the tree or however people want to word it or get your spot. I don't make money when people just sign up and pay the fee to get their spot. You don't make any money unless you sell a product. And so when I sell a product, yes, I get a commission. Um, yep. But if, like you said, sometimes people don't like it and it is what it is. They don't like that product they ask for a refund and they get their refund minus shipping usually. And I lose that full commission. And I think a lot of people don't know that is I can go around scamming everyone out of, out of money. <laughs> and like you get a product, you get a product, you get a product and I get all the money. And then you go and call for a refund and I get to keep that money. No, I lose that commission. They, they yeah. like take back the future commissions from you because, and to me, so I have to make people happy. If I want to make money, I need to make people happy. And so that's my focus because why would I want to scam people or, you know, just try and push it on everyone, join my team, buy this product when, if it's going to fall back on me, then I'm just going to lose my money anyway. Well, yeah. I'm going to lose my money anyway. I might as well just go 
do shit outside and like be busy and be in nature yeah. and do something I love. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it to make people happy. And so do a job you don't love. And like, and that's, exactly. and, and, and I think too, one thing is like, there's a difference too of people that are like local and community and a network marketer in that sense. And then there's also a difference of like, some are just set up that the more people you recruit, that is where the money comes from. And then like before we were getting on, I'm not gonna lie, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna jump down this rabbit hole just to remind myself where I was at a little bit. And you know, it got me a little turned up again because some of these like private calls um, are just not the nicest. And I think what it is is people are in a really shitty place. They have to hit certain numbers and they have to really require their team. And maybe all of these people, although they might be good salespeople, we know people that are fucking smart and brilliant at doing stuff and they're not good leaders. So their anxiety comes out on their team because, hey, they're not going to hit that rank. They're going to have to pay their Lexus payment. They're going to blame that on you. You know, there is some of that shitty stuff, but I don't believe that's why I like and would want to put money into your company because I know that you're not making money by recruiting people and putting pressure on them to perform because most of these women are stay at home or there's a reason why they want to be at home and not in that pressured corporate environment, which I totally understand and why I will be a corporate stooge so that women and, and families can have that model at home. Totally fine with that. I just want on both sides, everyone to remember that we're humans and you don't have to like the model, but you don't have to hate the people. And I'm saying that out of fucking experience, y'all. Like, I can't even believe I'm saying this. Some of my friends that knew I was really anti are going to be really shook by this, but <laughs> I'm just not going forward with hatred because we can all exist. As long as you're not telling me that I'm a piece of shit for continuing to live in the corporate world and a part of the systems and doing this, y'all, if I didn't do my shit, a lot of you in Canada wouldn't have your weed. So back off. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, right? Like that's my passion, you know, helping people through cannabis and that kind of part, right? And I get to be a part of that. So why would I leave to do that when I'm working for the mo one of the most impactful cannabis companies in North America, right? So yep. when people come in my DMs and they're like, I love your vibe and I have this, I'm like, oh, I'm happy. And then they keep persisting. That's where I'm like, listen, yeah. fuck off. I will be yeah. nice for three seconds and then I'm gonna be yeah. a psycho because I used yeah. to ghost people. And I was like, that's not fair. Tell them, thank you very much for thinking of me. I love that you love my vibe. Most people do, just kidding, but you know. <laughs> Like, I get that where you think my energy would be a good sales tactic, but it would be fake and not aligned. Therefore, it would not be good. But yeah. please, like, just be aware of that, right? So that's where I mean is that I don't think a lot of these things are here in Canada. I don't think a lot of the people that we know that are selling these products, even for the same big companies, are these people. However, some of them are not acknowledging that in other places, let's say like Herbalife, they're very bad and known for taking advantage of immigrants down in like Texas that are looking for opportunities. And that, you know, so there is that nasty side, but I honestly think that's a lot more American based. You guys can come in the DMs and let me know the truth of that. Just from my research, it's very rare that I see anti MLM in Canada. It's generally the United States and across the world. So I will say that Canadians, I very rarely see you on that. <laughs> we all know why. Um, but yeah, I just think it's super important to have these conversations and Brooke is an amazing one. If you fucking project on her, I will fly now that I can to wherever you are and beat you. But if you want to have an honest conversation, maybe not in the Americas, but I can fly almost everywhere else. Okay. I'll come there and I'll kick your ass. No, I'm just kidding. I would just, if you're really anti or really hate it, like, please just 
sit back and think why is it, you know, and, and, and you don't have to love them. You don't have to support them, but just stop the hate. Okay. Like I get people need to make content. I'm not going to say drop the anti MLM because I do think it is shining a light on some things that need to be shown on for sure. But let's come at it with the, like, this is my experience. This is what I'm seeing. Hey, can we do this better instead of your trash? Nobody should go to this. Da, 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 da. Like give people the information inform them and let them decide what's best for their lives because it is not best for me but look at brooke she's doing amazing i'm so fucking proud of her like and that's cool and she's proud of me in my corporate world not once has she said you're a loser because you work for corporate not once she's fucking proud of me and she loves that and i love this about her because we're different human beings weird <laughs> right like if we base our friendship off of loving every single thing about every single person we would have zero there's Except like, for cats. Yeah. <laughs> I think if we just actually get along, so both cat moms, that's the real thing. That's, that's really, that's the real thing. It's the cat moms unite always, always first and foremost. This was amazing, Brooke. Thank you so much. Such a good conversation. Honestly, I feel like we might need a part two to this because I feel like there's a lot more that we could talk. I hope this is, I hope you enjoyed yourself. I hope it wasn't as scary. I was like, I promise I'm not going to come in hot and i even said today like my goal is to try and bring some more compassion and empathy and understanding and just being like y'all if you were labeled anti-something that really sucked the last couple years people didn't really dive deep they just labeled it so don't be like me and don't look at mlm and fully discredit it do you should you look into it and see if those companies align see if there's things like with all due respect i'm not going to call some of them out but there's a hair caroline that gets a lot of civil lawsuits down in the states i think those things are important to look into um you know but if that doesn't align then just move on you don't need to enter their dms you don't need to message them you don't need to make a fucking video about how much you hate them just move on and find someone else like you know like it's, it's all that it, i found a company that's called native we've talked about this i love their shit it's aligned to where i am it's not an mlm thing it's just a nice company in the states and i'm stoked with that that's i'm going with it i'm happy with it and if an MLM comes up that I find that's just aligned with that, that I like how their sales are, then I will pay for that. But I'm not going to go in a DM and be like, bitch, what are you doing? Stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like you said, we could, we could totally do a part two on this if we decided to, because yeah, there is so much. Like I could probably talk for another 20 minutes. There's just like the pros, the cons, the, you know, what to look for if, if there, if you, you know, or what to question, not necessarily what to look for, because do we have time to do that? Do we have time to do that? If I rip through pros and cons, like within 10 minutes and do a what to look for in five to 10, then I could, I'm totally good. Like I'm good. You go far. Bro. You'll get to know that about me. <laughs> I love it so much. And I'm so sorry. I didn't prepare you, but I was like, oh, we'll just flow. And she's like, what are my notes? It's okay. It's okay. No, but please. The notes, because if I don't, I will just be like, girl, and just like talk on one topic for like an hour. So. Oh, girl. Me to all the topics. So yeah, cool. So, let's do that. Let's maybe do a little list of pros and cons to it. And then let's jump into like what to look for. And then we'll just call it that because that's what I really wanted you to come on because I do again, agree so much of how you do things. And I really want people to like take that nugget away and see if they can apply it to their, their business. For sure. Okay. Well, um, to make it quicker, I am going to look at my list for these pros. Yes. Um, and again, these pros are for me. You might not think these are pros. You might be like, oh, I would never think that's a pro. 
this is for me. So for me, the pros is like the friendship. We did talk about the community. Like, honestly, I didn't have a lot of friends when I started and, and that could be a whole other, just not necessarily <laughs> podcast, but just my life stories. I came from like nothing. I had no friends. I was like, you know, the, when I got on Facebook, I was like jealous that everyone else had more Facebook friends than me. I was a nobody and I was a loner like my whole life. And so I gained friends from this and I love that. One of my best friends, um, we talk almost, almost every day, if not like at least three times a week. And we try to video chat or talk on the phone at least once every week or two. And she lives in Australia. I've never met her in my life in person. We planned to, and then the Rona shit happened and whatever. But anyways, she, we are truly like best friends. We tell each other everything. We video chat each other. We send each other selfies when they look the worst. Like it is, we are best bros. Like we love each other. We literally love each other. So the friendships, the travel, I didn't get to travel growing up. And honestly, for me, based on the timing of my life, I don't know if I would have ever gotten a passport or not if it hadn't been for network marketing. And it, having those events, and it went to Dallas, Texas, the Freedom State, and that that's what actually made me love it in the beginning was the people in the community. Um, I did like the products, but I stayed for the people in the community. And then of course, like if you can make money with it for me, I was like, okay, cool. But yeah, so the travel, getting a passport, that was life-changing. I wanted to travel up. Kids in my class, they got to go to Disneyland and they were gone from school for a week and I just didn't get that. And so for me, seeing the world, that was huge for me. So travel, people, having fun, like I mentioned the parties and stuff for me anyways, I love it. I am a like homebody when I'm at home, but when I travel, I love the socializing. I just yeah. love it. I love the dancing, the DJs, yeah. <laughs> it's fun. the energy. Yeah, the energy, the people, and you know what it's like to be around people with like minds, right? Um, and the tax benefits too. Love that. You can write off a part of your cell phone, the internet, your pieces of your house, right? Like lots of things that you can get. And for me, more money in my pocket and the less in the governments, I'm freaking <laughs> cool with that. So yeah, <laughs> and then I did mention like personal development before. Um, and you can do, this is not even with network marketing. Personal development can be for anybody in any in any industry, a student, a, a someone in a deep career, a lawyer, anybody, teachers, anyone can do, always do better as a person. And But for me, that's where I found it was network marketing. And I started with The Secret. I don't know if anyone's familiar with that, that's listening, but that yeah. got me going. And I was not in a good place for like eight years of my life. So for me, that was where I found it is because I got in this industry and and going to events right like and not just saying if people love school go to school whatever that's again a whole huge story for me is i actually dropped out of university and i was a high like scholar throughout kindergarten to grade 12 i was top of the class so i dropped out of university i'm not shitting on university it just wasn't for me um but if somebody doesn't want to be there and you're dropping 30 40 50 dollars or you do want to be there and you don't end up getting the job you love to each their own but personally, I would rather pay a couple hundred bucks to go see Tony Robbins or, you know, a trip for 1500 or 2000 to go to Vegas and go to these big events with Tony Robbins, Robert Kiyosaki, all these guys, all these people. And, it's you know, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I take a five day vacation after and it's a tax deduction. So to eat your own, like, yes, go totally. to school, you want to yeah. But for me, I prefer that option for myself over a student loan. Yeah, I totally. didn't have a mom and dad. So for me, it would have been a student loan or yeah. it was and blah, 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 all these things. And so I just prefer that and I can learn, you know, I can learn things that I might've learned in school. Like um, all companies are different. There's makeup companies, there's service companies, all the things, but 
mine specifically is in health and wellness. And so I get to learn from holistic doctors and holistic dentists and, you know, like a more natural focus group of people where normally you have to pay a lot of money, hundreds, yeah. thousands of dollars to go to classes and learn from those type of people. And so if totally. I can learn how the body works and how everything's web and connected, and all I have to do is use the products, you know, if and whether someone wants to make money or not with it, you can still learn. It's it's free with being buying products, yeah. right? So that's what I like. I didn't have to spend a hundred thousand dollars to do that. Now someone might say that's a con. They, you know, she's shitting on university. I'm not doing that. I'm saying it's okay. Best we all shit on universities here, so it's fine. They're <laughs> under. <laughs> everything. It's everything. Yeah, and it's everything has a time and a place, right? Not everyone's meant for traditional schooling. Sometimes homeschooling's better. Not everyone's meant to go to university to learn to be a doctor. Some people, you know, that's just not it. And I think, again, that's where it comes down to it. So many people think just because someone's not doing it, then therefore you, therefore you must be against it. And it's like, no, it's just not for me. It doesn't mean you're an asshole. It just means I'm an asshole when I do that or I'm in that situation. And that's not for me. If you think you're an asshole and that's triggering, that's on you, man. That's not on me. Yes. It's on you. Your own thoughts are on you. Yeah, it's, don't blame it on someone else. Look inward. <laughs> but then, like, that was so many pros, but there are so many cons, too. And I see it when I wasn't in an industry and when I was. Like, um, the big a big one for me, it kind of ties into the cold messaging, which we also already went over. But the part about um, whether it's a cold message or not, like, if you reach out to somebody who's a network marketer and say, hey, what is it you're doing or what is that product you posted? And this is the part that makes me mad is when they beat around the bush. Yes. You okay. Yes. This is the part. It's like my number one on this list is they're like, oh, hey, I'll just send you this video. And like the company has this many people in it and this many people and it's ground floor. And it's like, it's so really stuff. yeah, and they won't tell you the company name or they won't tell you how it works. And they're just like, can you get on a phone call with me? Can you watch this? Zoom? Can you get on a Zoom on this time on this day? Blah, blah, blah. Watch this video. I personally do not like that, and I don't do that. If someone asks me for info, I'll give you the company name. You want a product info, I'll send you the PDF about it. I'm not going to beat around the bush and be like, by the way, it's just something that, like, you have to watch a video because, you know, the it's just something that Walmart would hate, so we can't post it publicly or, you know, no. Yes. I'm like, very for me. <laughs> thank you for bringing that up. I know we don't have as much time, but I do want to bring that up, too, that I don't love that. And I feel like there's also now that people know some of the, let's say, MLM tactics, for lack of a better word, that they're finding other ways and they're making you think. And it, again, it doesn't matter. However, if you do have feelings that you're still working with, that informed consent should be number one. Instead, it's um, acting as if it's just like um, like an ad where it's like, you know, if you were making direct money and you weren't, but it's like, again, these are all same MLM structures, but you're calling it something different. Why? Yeah. And why are you say, why are you rebranding names and why are you calling it this, but it's actually this company? That's yeah. shady to me. Who else does that? Pharmaceutical companies when they get too many lawsuits against them. So some of these big companies are doing that. And again, like if, if you're so proud of your product, why can't, why wouldn't you want to be screaming that from the fucking rooftops? And I'm not saying you have to put your name out there all the time, but when someone's asking you, I find it really shady. Like you said, that they're going through all this and it's like, let me convince you, you need this first before you get a thought in your head from somewhere else saying that this wasn't a good company or a good product or whatever, right? Like it's, yeah. it's not really fair to pull people's biases out right away because they're there for a reason sometimes, not always, but you know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah, Please continue that family or like yeah. and being the one that I don't know, I just don't like to each their own again. I'm not backing you if you do this, but if 
they post the giveaways and it's always for money. Oh, my friend Samantha is doing a $500 giveaway, blah, blah, blah. Who wants it? Who needs Christmas money? And every single fucking time it is a DM after, you, you know, info, info, info in the comments. And then it's a DM after that says, okay, well, I'm going to add you to this group. Take a look, blah, blah, blah. And, I'll, and then I'll enter you into the thing. It's a lead generation thing where they put you into a group. Which, if you want to be in the group, that's fine. I just don't like the dirty way of saying, here's a money giveaway, here's your Christmas money, and blah, blah, blah. And it's just a way for them to put them in that group. I mean, if you want to do it, if you want to have the group lead thing, at least just put it in the giveaway information. If you do want to yes. do a money giveaway, put it in there and say, hey, you want to enter? We're going to add you to a group, blah, blah, blah. If you want to leave it, leave it, whatever. But if you want to be entered, this is what we're going to do. But I just don't like it when it's not said up front and it's only in a DM after you put info. Personally, yeah. I'd rather say if someone's going to do a giveaway, which I have done before, make it a product. Like, make it yeah. people yes. know what you're giving away, what's involved. Like, don't just be sneaky and be like, oh, I'm doing a money giveaway because that's vulnerable for people. If people want more yeah. money. Like, yes. But it's just manipulating them to see product the information. Product. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree with that. No, I totally agree. And it's, too, one thing that I – don't love and it is great too but this girl straight up in this last call it was actually for um it works and she was like you know like when when other people in your team post stuff for sure go and comment on there to boost she didn't even say algorithm right it was like algae rhythm to boost the algae rhythm and but just don't be like you know saying stuff like dm me because that looks obvious right stuff like girl you look so good and like so that's the kind of things like some of these coaching calls with not good leaders that's the place that i am like i want people to look into and start noticing that behavior that if you have a coach like that that's probably your red flag to maybe find like and maybe that's the biggest thing maybe most people had a bad leader and they never got a good leader and and they were so scared because they didn't they just thought that they were the problem that they gave up right like always giving people benefit of the doubt maybe that person was working hard but their upline was a dickhead and they felt like they weren't good enough so they quit because they're pieces of shit and they can't do it you know like there's that side too right so it's, it's amazing that you just brought that up because that is my next point is literally <laughs> Bad mentors. That's the next line. So we are on great mind vibes. And yeah, I'm just going to reiterate it. I agree. Like there's bad mentors and you have to do what is best for you at the end of the day, because if it doesn't feel right, then don't continue to do it. And I had that. I had a bad mentor for, for me. It just wasn't a good fit. Maybe she was good for somebody else, but not me. And you know, you don't need to do things that make you feel horrible. Like I didn't, she was like, you know, Oh, you can talk to people in the mall and i'm like that feels so fucking dirty like i don't so i don't do that i don't bug people in public places i don't go cold messaging people you know it was like make sure you're talking to 10 people a day it felt so dirty when you cold message it's like you're hunting and i i've hunted i i've shot deer i'm a hunter like you know i eat meat <laughs> let's have another topic anyway so hunting it's got another hour <laughs> no not today but like personal experience hunting when you hunt an animal, it runs away. So yeah. people makes people run away. It feels like hunting to me. And you know, yeah. a bad mentor, in my opinion, that's what was happening is saying to do these things that didn't make me feel good. If you're fine with doing it, do whatever you want, do what makes you happy, but it wasn't making me happy. And I felt so like a weight on my shoulder for so long until like, I just got rid of that in my, in my circle. Like I was just like, Hey, I'm done. I'm going to do what I want to do. And at that time it was like, 
six, seven years ago, and I kind of wanted to jump into the online world right away. And it wasn't like we talked about, it was more home parties and face-to-face, and I was ready for the online world. And I got shit on for that. It was like, no, you need to be belly to belly with people. And anyway, once I cut, once I cut ties and did what I wanted to do, I enrolled like seven people in one week. So I was like, you have to do what is best for you. What makes you feel good? Like, so that's my, my line about the bad mentors. And um, the last thing I have for the cons is company jumpers. And it kind of goes into our, our next last part about what to look for. Company jumpers, find someone you can trust, again, that aligns with you. But if it's somebody who's jumping companies every six months, one year, two years, and they've been in like two, three, four, five companies in a two, three year period, like, can you really trust them? Like, I personally don't. So I, that kind of ties into the cons. There's company jumpers and they use people and they pull their whole team over and they make a bunch of money and then they jump to the next one and they get all these promises. And like, again, a whole other top we could do another time is there's companies that will pay people to join and bring their whole team and it's very fucking dirty and people yes. do it. And, yeah. um, and they balance their life. You're selling your right. soul. Go live in Hollywood. <laughs> Anyway, that's, that's the last I have on the cons. So you can go on with that. If there's any other cons you want to add or talk about, you can jump into what to look for if you want. Oh, no, that's amazing, girl. No, I was just saying, yeah, no, those are all fucking great. And I think the biggest thing is what's aligned, right? Like any company is going to have pros or cons to each like individual human it's looking at what aligns with you. And if it feels good, do it. And, and if you come to the light where it's like, Hey, this may be not be aligned with me. I'm like, don't jump, jump, jump. But like, you know, it's okay to be like, this isn't for me anymore. But I agree if someone's jumping and then bringing everybody with them, kind of making the money, dumping and going and continually pulling people on this like roundabout, like that's a big problem for sure. But what outside of the jumpers and all of that finding alignment, what are some things to look for then um, that you would suggest quickly? Yeah. So to finish, just want to finish off the company jumper thing. You kind of said like, don't stay where you're not happy i yeah that's where i agree i'm not saying don't ever jump a company like if you are not happy and you know it's time to go somewhere else and you found something you love go do that i'm just saying which goes into now our part about what to look for if you're looking for a good leader just consider that as a as a, a thing to look at is how many totally. companies has this person jumped to in the last two years and why am i looking at them or whatever right okay so what yeah. to look for um we kind of already said it find what aligns with you what makes you happy what aligns with your values and and your morals like it has to feel good and to each their own but i just want to support and be part of something that i aligns with my life and like me deep down right um i think yeah we've already basically said that so i know you agree there um the products i for me i think you have to look at the quality if there's third-party certifications not just science with a dollar sign from the company that says, oh, our products do this. And it was just like funded and something typed up by the company. Like look at what their third party certifications are from the globally, especially if you're a global company. Um, yeah, totally. If you love those products. Yeah, like you, for me, I think if you don't love them, like why are you selling them? I think you do have to have a passion. Just like you said, right? You love, you love your industry. You love your job. You love your career. You love it. Why the heck would you want to stop it, right? And so if you're going to do network marketing because you want to make money, or, or you just want to use products, like make sure you like them and yes. you're going to be passionate about it. Otherwise, you might as well be a celebrity just getting paid to hold a lotion and say, I use this and you don't. Like, so I think the Kardashian and Beyond Meat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and as if you fucking eat that, please. Yeah. Yeah. Please. So, yeah. So, love the products, in my opinion. I think that's important. 
um, because yeah, it's just hard to be passionate about something and like sell something or promote something if, if you're not actually loving it. So that's what I say about products. Um, pay plan, this is gonna be different for everyone. It just depends on what you're looking for. Um, totally. Like, do they, what, how many ways do they pay? What, what ways do they pay? I know you brought up the car side. Is that important too? Is it not? Are you aware that you might have to pay for that lease yourself if you drop down in the rankings? Like, just be aware, ask a lot of questions. Um, does the company pay in your currency? I know a lot of companies, they are legal. It's just kind of a hassle of, very big dollars what is that going to be in canadian like um what does that look like on taxes yeah yeah so i mean for me it's important that i'm paid in canadian dollars because i am a canadian and i get a t4a um for taxes it's not like oh god i got to transition this american file into whatever like no the people that i love at corporate do all of that for me and so i think that's important <laughs> um i like to get paid so to each their own, I think the pay plan is important if that's what you're looking for. Um, maybe how many countries you're open in. I know some people don't care. Some people are like, as long as you're open in Canada, I just want to do business in Canada or U.S. As long as it's U.S., it's U.S. For me, we're open in 60 countries. If I want to to any country, I can do business wherever I want in the world. Um, but not everyone wants that, right? Some people are like, I love where I'm from. I want to build in my own backyard. All the power to you. So that's just a question. Um, that I, I put down that people might have is how many countries are you open in? Because yeah, some people might have like growth in their life, right? Like, oh, they're gonna end up moving to Australia. Can I continue my business there if I leave the US or Canada? So totally. Um, rewards programs, if that's something you care about, yes or no. Um, the people, very important, who runs the company. Um, and I personally, this is just me, again, to each their own. <laughs> I don't like when a single person owns the company or like a, a couple or like a family because I just, I just don't trust it. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, agree. I like a lot of, I like a lot of hands making decisions because not everyone is the same. And so if there's a very yeah. biased reason for decisions, then I'm like, oh no, am I going to be safe in the long run? So the people, um, policies, yeah, I know we kind of brought this up with like names and changing, saying things that like just to align with their policies, some companies. We'll say like, you're not allowed to use social media, or if you do, don't say the company name. Like you cannot, only in the DMs, only in the email. Like if that's what you want to do, go ahead for me. No, be aware. I'll be able to be proud of my company, be proud of my products, show them like, yeah. So that's the other thing. Um, how is their corporate support? I could go really deep into this, but I won't. Um, one lady on my Facebook, she was doing well in one company and then I don't know what happened, but she got all hyped up about this new one for like one month and then a couple weeks ago she rejoined her home company and said oh my god i messed up good for her on owning it but she got hyped up about this this other company and so it's coming into this corporate support part that i have their corporate support was horrible no one replied to the emails after like a week someone was they were like opening accounts that weren't supposed to be opened and like charging money and not canceling these these orders that were supposed to be canceled and like all the things that were really bad and so that is a huge thing when i look at it is how is corporate yep. support do you have someone who makes graphics or are you going to be stuck on canva all day making like before and afters or you know product graphics yep. like if you love doing yep. that go ahead but the less time i have to put into it and i can focus on where i am what i am good at to to do my side of the business and my duties good so um yeah corporate <laughs> somebody doing graphics how is the website uh, we have grown. I have grown a lot. I have dealt with shitty freaking websites, and it is beautiful to see that we have grown and still have work to do, honestly. 
now in the online space and on the websites but that's something i would say look into do you have websites or are you still filling out paper forms and sending them in the mail because some companies feel like they're still back there um is there an app uh, is there a yearly fee some companies yeah. actually a lot have a yearly fee we don't you join once you have that account for life you don't have to pay yearly so some people don't mind they're like oh 40 bucks a year sure I just don't really care for it. I don't want people that have no. to do that. They don't want to. So we just have pay to money to make money. <laughs> yeah. So to each their own, but ask about a yearly fee or find out um, the culture. I think it's huge. Is it fun or is it constantly stressful? Um, again, to each their own. I know there's a huge women empowerment with this industry often. And I respect whatever you love for me. I do not like a company that is only women or like 99% women. I find it a lot of drama or like backstabbing. And maybe yeah. again, that's my personal experience or friends that I've seen or friends that have told me their stories. And I say, sorry, I literally told this to a girl. I was like, sorry, can't relate. We have a lot no. of men and there's, they love it. They love products and they're successful and, and it just keeps everything balanced and it's just yeah. great. So I guess. Same with cannabis. You're we're very balanced in our industry and i'm very grateful for the men in our industry i'm grateful yeah. for the women but we need yeah. the balance personally yeah i'm not hating on yeah. women i'm a woman no. hater but i'm not like, oh, a i you know? will i will hate on women i love y'all but i also hate you like i hate myself too sometimes yeah. <laughs> like love you all don't want to work with you surrounded i need different opinions i need different ideas i, I need the balance so i think what you mean you had a really good actually i think that's what started this getting this episode was our amazing conversation one morning about like masculine feminine energies in corporate in the world and all of that and it was like i need that that's just my personal thing i have the male balance at home i have it at work i have it in my social life and that, that's what i need but yeah. you know so anyways just saying yeah like a lot of it keeps the, the energy balanced and it's all good. So yeah, yeah um, totally. I think the culture, the people, do you get to do trips if that's important to you, not blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, yeah, just, just does it align with you and make you happy. Really, that's that's a thing. And you have to write out what those pros and cons are for you and what you're looking for. Don't be like, well, you know, Brooke said you gotta be open in a lot of countries. So this is a shit company, I can't do it. I didn't say that, I said for me, it's important yeah. to be global and and have the ability to go anywhere. But if you're, totally. you know, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm saying here are some suggestions that you can look into for yourself. Maybe you want to write out a pros and cons list for yourself and find something that works for you there. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing is instead of just jumping in because somebody, you know, had this experience or someone said this, I think that's the biggest point key to success is okay then look into that business look into all of these things that brooke said and see if that still aligns with you if it is get excited but don't just get excited because it works for someone else or this because it might not work for you and then you're going to feel really shitty about it or against the company or whatever so i think just like everything is look into it and see and, and be excited and don't worry about other people's opinions if you feel really aligned with it it'll work out don't worry about it um i think i've taken all of your time i think i went over for the time even though i said i wasn't going to but you were talking so i didn't want to stop yeah i'm a talker that's why i said i have notes and i, I know i love it it's all good it's all good it was my fault i think i think we have to have a second one because there's so much that i think we still can crack here and i think that we can be the leaders and the pioneers of bringing these somehow divisive 
things kind of more together, at least for some understanding and mutual respect. So again, Brooke, thank you so much for coming on the show again today. Um, we will have you back because I, again, I want this round two. Um, and let's like, you know, like go over this one and figure out what we missed. Um, <laughs> because I think we can dive into some of these things a bit deeper too, to being like, you know, more educational of how you can be better, how you can call this out or how you can work innerly to repattern these thoughts that you had. Like I said, I went from pro to anti to just in the middle. I'm for whatever works for you as long as we have informed consent. And how do I do that? I share knowledge and experiences so that people can have informed consent because the anti has been very loud. Obviously the pro does get very loud, but how about that in between people? How about those people like me and you, right? So let's do this again. Thank you so much. Um, I know for sure you guys are always welcome to come talk to us. You know, we have Brooke and again, like I said, you could be kind to her, please. You have questions. You will honestly like answer them and, and you don't answer it in a cringe worthy way where you're yelling at me. So it makes me absorb the information. I'm like, yeah, she is right about that. Like, I see where they painted it this way and now I'm looking at how she's saying it factually. And yeah, I think there's, there's something here and I'm being brainwashed to think this because it validates my inner anger from the past, you know? So again, look at those things, come talk to us. I'm, this is fucking amazing. Thank you so much again, Brooke. Um, and yeah, if people want to comment what they learned from either side, why you see what Brooke has seen or does see or what I see that or have seen, like, I'm sure we would love to read your comments. But yes. Learn today, like, yeah, yeah totally. Thank you. Thank you. I know. I mean, there's so many people you literally could have asked because there's thousands of network marketers out there. So I feel really special, and I just want to say you thank you. I do you appreciate it. it. You are special. You're special to us. You've supported us. We're aligned in so many different ways, and it's the same thing. I will have any guests on here because I think it's important for everyone to share but the ones that I love the most are the ones that are aligned with us with our show um, because it's just it's just great, and we want to support you. And like I said. I'm actually considering buying stuff in the new year once the budget aligns after to Christmas because I do want to support you because the money is going to you. It's not going to some big mogul corporate beast. It's actually going to you. And that's where we have to start telling people like, hey, you know, yes, there is this side, but you're also are supporting a person, right? So that's what matters to me. But I'll keep going. I'll stop now. <laughs> As always, guys. Give some Brooke some love. Give some Brooks. Give a Brooke some love. As always, we really appreciate you guys coming back time and time again, dealing with our bullshit. Follow us on all platforms. Make sure you subscribe. Hit those notifications so you know when your bitches have launched again. Until next time, guys. Bye. Thank you guys for stopping by the show today. We appreciate you so so much. If you like this episode and you want to see more, make sure to show us some love on our Instagram page, the Be Real Bay Podcast. You can follow us on YouTube. Make sure you're turning on those notifications for Apple and Spotify so you get notified as soon as an episode drops. Or you can become a member of our Patreon page with extra content and early access. But make sure to stay tuned for more realness coming to you next week, babes.